0: Sriracha. Guess what? Guess what time it is?
1: Oh, what time is it? It's murder.
0: It was a murder trial. It was a fucking murder trial. People are dead. It's a murder trial. It's a murder trial of the second degree of stereos. It's a murder trial. It's a murder. Second degree murder.
1: (laughs) It's a murder trial. Okay, well, welcome everybody to the loudest podcast. I'm your host, Stereos Kokodos. With us is
0: murder trial juror number ninety one. Is
1: juror number ninety one Sriracha? Okay, so. It sounds like you have been to the courthouse since we last spoke. Uh, Listeners, we got a lot of great stuff today to talk about. Um, We've got Sriracha's Adventures in the Stinky Smelly Sock Market.
0: And my Adventures in the Stinky Smelly Murder Market. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have some uh, listener
1: submissions to the Fat Guy Hall of Fame. Uh, The Crunch Bunch is going to ride again, but I've been wondering how jury duties been going for two weeks like tell me what's going on
0: okay well this is this is an interesting this is an interesting section because i got an in-depth look at the jury system and i gotta tell you asterios the number one thing that i learned it was an eye-opening experience is that if mm-hmm. i am ever charged with a crime i don't want a jury of my peers because it turns out my <laughs> peers are fucking morons
1: <laughs> Yikes, okay, (laughs) tell me more Go, 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 go I gotta hear everything
0: So, the jury selection process begins With what is called a jury process panel, which a panel is when they put you, oh, by the way, let's just get this start uh, right off the bat. They did not even ask about me being a racist. They did not even ask. They didn't bring it up. They didn't individually interview us at all. What we had to do is instead we go through this panel. And what a panel is, is you and about a 100 other people sit in a room, socially distanced from one another, and the judge Asks you a bunch of very general questions like, do you know anyone who has been convicted of a crime? And if that applies to you, you have to raise your hand. You have to. The judge calls on you. You have to say your jury number. And then you have to tell them like, well, you, you have to raise and be like, yeah, my brother was convicted of arson or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. So... When you get to the panel, the first thing that they do is they explain the charges. They introduce the defendant and they don't tell you everything about the crime that occurred. But they tell you that plus then after the judge asks his questions, each of the attorneys gets to ask questions and they have to qualify it. Like the, they would be like they'd say something like this case involves the use of a firearm to administer potentially deadly force. Do you know... Oh, we're, it, 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 we're, this is like the roller coaster. Click, 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 click. We're going up the hill right now. Uh-huh. Do you know anybody who has committed a crime using a firearm? And I was like, yeah, I think that's the name of my dad's memoir, actually, is crimes committed using a firearm. <laughs> oh, my God. So... You can piece together, with from the, what the judge says and what each of the attorneys asked, you can kind of piece together what went down. So mm-hmm. I would like to take you on a tale. A tale of love, loss, and drunk driving at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So Once upon a time, there were two drivers. I'm going to name them the victim and the defendant. And they both had... <laughs> Okay. And they both allegedly had blood alcohol contents three times the legal limit. <laughs> At two Correct. in the afternoon. Correct. On okay. Wednesday, November 8th, 2018 <laughs> Okay. So both of them were driving in cars and they had gotten into some kind of altercation on the road. I think one of them... The victim cut the defendant off or something. Yeah, drunk drivers will do that. They're not good at driving cars. They were not good at driving cars. But then they stopped at a light and the victim rolled his window down and screamed some kind of obscenities at the defendant. And the defendant was not having that. So as Mm. soon as the light turns green, uh, both the victim and the defendant drive. I'm so bad at explaining layouts of traffic. So if this is confusing you, please tell me. Okay. Both the victim and the defendant then go through the light and get on the highway. The victim speeds ahead and the defendant pulls out a gun- (laughs) And, like a paraplegic child, the playing Grand Theft Auto leans out the window and starts firing at the victim. At a car that's driving away. Correct.
1: Just want to make... So, okay. So, I want to make sure. So, we sh- so, some guy shot a car in the back. Okay. Well... Uh, were there any uh, consequences for this action? Did the
0: car get a couple of ouchie, oopsie holes in it? Now, the way it was described to me, I do not believe bullet a bullet made contact with the driver. I think it did hit the back windshield of the car, but it did not okay. hit the driver. But- the fact that the defendant was shooting at the car caused him to veer off the road, smash into a telephone pole, and die immediately. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And I'm sitting here and I, they're explaining the case, and half of my brain is like, holy shit, I do not want to be picked for this jury because this is going to take two years <laughs> to yeah. decide. And
1: just for some of our younger listeners, like, unless you work for like a saint, you don't get paid for jury duty time. So essentially, that's like two years of making what, like $12 a day?
0: Yeah, I got, they gave me $15 a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I'm guessing didn't even cover your gas. Like, no. Like, so it's like, you wanna do everything you can to not get picked for a jury.
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. That's why you hear so many people complaining about jury duty. Anyways, um, And the other half of me is like, I kind of want to see a dead body. <laughs> oh my God, I don't want to see a decapitated body. Well,
1: uh, I mean, but you could just go on any of our more questionable subreddits to find dead bodies. It sounds like you don't want to see just any dead body. You want to see one, like an earned dead body in the wild.
0: Right, I want to see a guy who died instantly. <laughs>
2: I don't want to yeah. see
0: like... Uh, I want to see, because, the, and I wasn't even thinking that until I looked over and the prosecutor was entering, like, a stack of photos about two inches thick in evidence. I was like, oh, I really want to see this dead body.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um. Yeah, so the prosecutor is up next. Oh, by the way, when the judge was asking these very general questions, one of them was, do you have any health issues that would prevent you from serving on this jury? And one dude raises his hand and he says, Yeah, I got anxiety, and with these masks, I panic constantly because I can't tell if someone's going to attack me. I'm like, shut up. Dude, shut up. (laughs) Because obviously we had to all be wearing those face masks. Like, you think you're special? You think you're the only one who doesn't want to be here? Shut up, buddy.
1: (laughs) Did it work? Did that guy get out
0: of jury tootie? He did. Well, God,
1: look, I'll say anything to get out of jury tootie. Look, what are you... What do you want me to say? I, I I'm I'm super racist. I've never been racist. <laughs> uh, like uh, like uh, I'll go in there in a wheelchair and a neck brace, like in a 1980s wrestling angle, like whatever it takes to get out of jury. So
0: good for that guy. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Well, he managed to bitch his way out of serving his civic duty. Honestly, claps for him. Yeah. So this is the part that I found especially funny. was the prosecutor and the uh, defense attorney Mm -hmm. each get to ask their own set of questions. And they, like I said before, they needed to qualify every one of their statements before they made it. And it was so difficult to not burst out laughing. So (laughs) (laughs) So the prosecutor is up. And the prosecutor uh-huh. is asking these very bizarre questions. It's not that they were weird questions, but they were phrased incredibly poorly. Here's an example. Sure. She gets up there and she says, this case involves the alleged use of deadly force, allegedly to protect a member of the uh, defendant's family. Do you have any strong feelings positively or negatively about the use of deadly force for defense purposes? And that's like me saying, Hey, I have a baseball bat and I'm going to smash you over the head with it. If you don't shoot me, do you have strong feelings? Like who, would not have strong feelings about that.
1: Yeah, I know. Who's going to raise their hand and be like, I would absolutely not use deadly force to protect my family. My family fucking sucks. I have I killed those before guys. and I
0: will kill again. My name is Patrick Bateman and I'm juror number 128. Exactly.
1: Uh, okay, so I'm guessing juror number 91, a.k.a. Sierra Santana, raises her hand and she's like, yeah, I would fucking kill someone if they tried to kill my dad.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't understand the question, so I didn't raise my hand. I didn't raise my wow. hand for anything. But ah, um, uh, her next question was the one I found most funny. So this crime takes place in a part of the city in which it was allegedly committed that is unambiguously Hispanic. <laughs> like if okay. You look up the Wikipedia data for it, it's like ninety-eight percent Dominican or something. Sure. Okay. So she gets up and she says to the room, Now, we're all proud residents of the city. Some of our families have been living in the city for over a hundred years. And the defendant and the victim in this case were both of Hispanic descent. Now, some mm-hmm. people would argue that crimes like these are just the city being the city. It's a natural consequence of living in the city and prosecuting these types of crimes is a fruitless endeavor to change the city. Does anyone here hold this opinion? Now, clearly, Asterios, the subtext of this question is, Mexicans! (laughs) Seems like the problem's kind of sorting itself out. (laughs) Am I right, guys?
1: That is the subtext! (laughs) Uh, Like, (laughs) like. (laughs) Ladies, like ladies and gentlemen, we can all agree that we live in a Thunderdome style society where justice is as justice does. Are we all cool with that? But here's the thing: knowing that this is a question that is unambiguously meant to root out racists, I think I would have raised both of my hands. <laughs> Because it's like clearly she's trying to get racist off the jury unless it's some kind of trick question and she's looking for the ra- what is she looking for with this question who who helps her who helps her more more racist or less racist I'm i so don't know
0: because everybody is hispanic
1: right <laughs> because it was hispanic cuz it was Both participants in the crime were Hispanic. So, oh, I'm so confused. So, how many of your hands did you raise? Did you raise both your hands and like a third uh,
0: mannequin hand that you just
1: snuck in (laughs) in your backpack?
0: I did not raise any of my hands because I'm not racist. I love people of all colors, but I'm still that's not what your juror form said. No, that's not what you said on your oath, juror number ninety-one. Well, um, that was before I had found Christ.
1: (laughs) Okay, when I filled out
0: that form. It was true at the time, but then I found my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom hey. come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.
1: You know, Catholicism doesn't count. <laughs> what like do you, mean? you, like. But, if you're gonna go in there and be like I found Jesus, you can't be like I found Catholic Jesus. You gotta, be, you gotta say I found Baptist Jesus. That's the big conversion Jesus.
0: I thought, what's the one that's start evangelical Jesus? I that's
1: thought, the one you need because right, because <laughs> you're saying like essentially liberal Democrat Jesus, aka Catholicism, that won't fly. But, hey, speaking of that piece of paper where you wrote down, I am a racist, <laughs> what was your plan if this did come up?
0: Uh, my plan was to say that I had a drinking problem and that I filled the paper out while I was drunk. And then if they questioned me about it, I'd be like, yeah, I have a drinking problem. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: That... Would have gotten you right out of jury duty. They don't want to drunk on the jury. <laughs> Sleep ol-
0: until noon. <laughs> I'm only racist against my own liver because it is now black. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
1: okay, please keep going with the story. I, I, I'm i sorry I interrupted.
0: I digress. So I'm sitting in the front row and I, out of curiosity, I turn around and I see that about 33% of the room has their hand
1: raised. <laughs> oh, for the... For the Hey, uh, B- Mexicans are going to commit crimes, so just let God sort it
0: out. Yeah, the defense. question that was essentially Battle Royale, but just Mexicans. Oops, all Mexicans. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Okay. All right. A third of the room raises their hand. And Yikes. I look
0: over at the defendant, and he's like got his hands in his, his face in his hands. like, yeah, SA, you better use your last night of freedom to load up that chain pick card because you're going straight to prison. Yikes. Um the defense is up next, and the defense attorney looked like the biggest douche on the face of the planet. The defense attorney gets up there and he's 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 putting on this fake, he's trying to glad hand before we even pick the jury. Mm-hmm. And he gets up there, he's like, Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to tell you a little story. I got four baby girls at home. <laughs> I'm sitting there I'm like, oh, here we, here we fucking go. It's like, <laughs> I got four little baby girls at home. And one of the biggest mistakes I made when I became a parent, me and my wife, Julie, was whoever got to daddy first and told daddy their side of the story, that was the one that I listened to. But over time, I learned that you got to listen to... What all the little girls say, especially the six-year-old who doesn't know how to lie yet. (laughs) Over the course of this case, you're going to hear the prosecution present 14 witnesses to this crime. But I'm going to need you to listen to what everybody has to say before you make your decision. Now, do you think... You can give this man a fair shot at justice by listening to what everybody has to say before you make your ruling. And I'm like, oh, my God, there are 14 witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And again,
1: at this point, I would have raised both of my hands a mannequin hand, and a box of Hamburger Helper with the hands on it. And I would've said, I'm sorry, I believe the first thing anyone ever, ever tells me. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, if I wake up in the morning and the newspaper says it's not gonna rain, and I get out, And there's water on my head. I just believe that's ghosts or God's tears or something because it's definitely not raining because I was told it wasn't going to rain today. So please don't put me on this murder trial. I have a job. I'm too poor to serve on jury duty. So I'm guessing you did that.
0: Uh, I did not. I did. I told you I was out. Oh, spoiler alert. I did not get picked for the jury. Oh, no.
1: Probably. You wanted to see that dead body so
0: bad. I did want to see the dead body. But um, the second thing that the defense attorney asks, he says, now, this case involves the alleged use of. Of a firearm And let me tell you ladies and gentlemen My client is not debating That he did discharge His firearm You can rest peacefully at night Knowing that he discharged His firearm that he was Legally allowed to own But in America what you need to Understand is we have the right To defend ourselves With deadly force when necessary I'm sitting there I'm like well Atticus I can't Fucking wait to see why you're defending needed to defend himself from a car speeding away in the opposite direction. He shot the car in the back. He did shoot the car in the back. I can't believe he did. (laughs) So then uh, after after they finished the panel, then they got to go in a little room where they Mm -hmm. picked out jurors. They picked picked 12 of them. I was not one of them. I got to go home and they paid me $30. (laughs) Wow.
1: I can't believe what I'm hearing though.
0: Everything,
1: it sounds like with every fiber of your being, you wanted to be on this jury, on this on this murder jury.
0: I did. I did want to see uh, cuz apparently the guy flew through the windshield and smashed his head on a telephone pole, so I did want to see. Like what's that gif of that guy and his head's just exploding? On TV oh, or something? I know the
1: one you're talking about. From like an 80s horror
0: movie. Yeah, yeah from Scanners.
1: It's from Scanners, yes.
0: I imagine it would look something like that, but I, I, I there was no way for me to tell because I, I even was like, I'm gonna stick around just to see this dead body, but they wouldn't let, like it was a closed hearing. They wouldn't let me in.
1: Wow. You went from someone who was willing to lie about being racist <laughs> to get off of jury duty to a fucking jury rubbernecker who has to be, like, kicked out of the room. That's how much you wanted to roll around in your civic duty. That's I, incredible.
0: And as I was walking out of the room, I was like, oh, why didn't you guys pick me? <laughs> I my brain. I didn't actually ask anybody that. I was like, oh, I really wanted to see the dead body.
1: <laughs> well, well, look, uh, look, I'm I'm terribly sorry, but... I do know that, I mean, I. you were telling me that there were some pretty interesting customers in that jury room.
0: Oh, my God. Everybody in the jury room was a fucking moron. There was one lady, I don't know if she was on drugs or if she had ADHD or something, but she would not shut the fuck up. The judge had to tell her to shut the fuck up about six separate times. She was just talking to herself. What was she
1: saying? Was she saying things like, clearly he's a murderer, clearly guilty, clearly a guilty man. I can't wait to put this guilty man in jail. Like, maybe that was her play to get out of jury duty. She was, like, pulling some kind of Rain Man stunt.
0: Well, if she was pretending, just pretending to be a silly head, then she deserves an Oscar because she was acting very, very silly. If you know what I mean.
1: I do know what you mean, and I thank you for uh, for using the restraint that the defendant did not use.
0: I um, needed I'm, to. I
1: remember you telling me that, like on the first on the first day, you're in that jury room. You're not allowed to have your phone. You do you don't even have a book. You didn't bring anything. And so you're just in a room with like a hundred screaming boomer assholes.
0: Oh, my God. They were all boomers. I don't know how they picked every single boomer in the tri-state area to be on this Mm cherry, but they did. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah. So they told me, everybody told me, you're not allowed to bring your phone into the courthouse. But I was like, how about I do that anyways? Because you're allowed to. (laughs) When we went to civil court, we were allowed to bring our phone. You just couldn't record anything. But no, I got there. I went through the metal detector. They were like, you can't have this. Go back to your car. So I go back to my car. I leave my phone in my car. And I come back. And I had to sit. For the first day, They didn't. we, we didn't even do anything. We just sat there and stared at the wall for five fucking hours while I listened to boomers scream about, I don't know, how Joe Biden is going to give Antifa a seat in the Senate and then it's going to be illegal to come to your house and electrocute white children. And w- the only food we're going to have is poop for the rest of the decade. Yeah, yeah, no, you
1: you were telling me about this. So you show up in like in your finest business wear. you're wearing like a blazer, a white shirt, slacks like you were job interview ready you're telling me there's that like half the people were just in Trump t shirts? Yes, half the, the people were in Trump
0: t shirts and cutoffs. For jury
1: duty. For jury duty. They're just showing up in cutoffs and their <laughs> finest tees.
0: I mean, what are they going to do? Dock their pay? You're not paying us at all. <laughs>
1: I guess, I guess not. I, I, look, I Look, I just assumed there'd be some sort of decorum that it wasn't casual Friday on the murder <laughs> jury pool, but I guess it was. Yeah, so like so I hear that you're sitting there and it's like a bad episode of crossfire with everybody's dumbass political takes.
0: Oh yeah, no, I had to listen I had to listen to some truly hot takes from some of the area's finest crackheads.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> well, Suracha, is there anything else you want to tell us about your juror experience? Um, just that if Joe Biden becomes president, there will be no more police, and the only people who will be allowed to own guns is black criminals.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> we will be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Welcome back to the loudest podcast. Now, Sriracha. Yes. On last week's episode, you could not stop talking about your socks.
0: Yes. What well, next question? You,
1: you, you called them your your stinky, smelly, sweaty socks. you you were talking about it. Your succulent soles and your tantalizing toes.
0: Oh, yes. I do have the most succulent toes and you will never see them, listener. You will never see them, ever. My toes are delicious.
1: You kept kept talking about them and I warned you. I said, you're telling a lot of jokes about (laughs) selling your socks. You're going to get some offers. You're going to legitimately get offers to buy your socks. Uh... Was I correct? You mean these socks? These stinky, smelly soles? Okay, uh, they are not on camera. I actually do have them cropped out, thank God. <laughs> um,
0: Remember, patreon.com slash Siri for just $15. You too can have this experience.
1: I don't, no, no, not, not, not even jokes about that. Get your feet out of the camera. <laughs> not even jokes about this. D- is it now? Was I right? Did you get offers?
0: I got three buy- offers, and honestly, you guys, I'm kind of disappointed in you. <laughs>
1: Wait, well, uh, tell me about these offers.
0: <sighs> SMH, SMH. So, uh, Twitter.com. My first offer was the most pathetic. It was for five dollars. Messed me. Said, "Hey, I know you were joking about selling your socks, but." I'll give you five bucks for him. And I said, keep dreaming, buddy. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> you wish they were $5. Five? That is, that's mean. Five that's, measly dollars. That doesn't even cover shipping for these stinky,
1: smelly, sweet, sweet smelling socks.
0: Succulent toes. Yeah, no, I would have to walk around all day. That's not even, you know how much work needs to go into getting these really stinked up for you perverts? Yeah, I will,
1: because the, the as we all know, the Sriracha brand name stands for quality. $5, I would have like blocked and reported that guy. That's insulting.
0: Insulting. Uh, the next offer I got was for $20. Hmm. It's just a little better. Uh, he messaged me, he said, I'll buy your socks for $20. And I said, I told you on the podcast, no discounts, 500. We're not going any lower.
1: Wow. Good for you for knowing what you're worth. You hear that, simps? No discounts for simps.
0: No discounts for simps. And then the last guy messaged me, and he offered $50, which was our highest offer, but he specifically wanted knee highs. And I said, then you're going to need to bring a higher offer.
1: (laughs) Good for you. God, you got to know your value in the sock market. I am absolutely glad to hear that you didn't give into the siren song of 50 bucks. You yeah. are, you are becoming the knee sock girl though. You've bought several pairs of these socks.
0: Oh yeah, I have a ton of them. I love them. They're so comfy and they make me they make me feel good. They make me feel good in a perverted way.
1: <laughs> um, well well look, I'm glad to hear it, and I'm glad to hear that you know your price. Uh speaking of uh of of listeners reaching out to us on Twitter, you know, our, what my favorite segment to do on this show is the Crunch Bunch. It's where it's our it's our favorite listener favorite cereal review segment, and I've been asking listeners what cereals we should review next. And uh, so people tweeted us, and we've got some good suggestions: uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Churros, uh, Reese's Puffs, uh, this cereal called Pillows, which are these like little pillows that are filled with icing, and. So well, you know, some, some quality. Like, we will review each of those cereals eventually. But listener Judge M. Jenny suggested that we review something called Sonic the Hedgehog cereal. And I fucking saw red. I almost lost <laughs> my goddamn mind. I immediately blew this person up on Twitter in a way that I don't even blow up like homophobes and racists. I was so upset at this guy. You know why,
0: Sriracha? Why?
1: Because Sonic the Hedgehog cereal is not a real cereal. It's a Funko Pop cereal.
0: No, not a
1: Faco. <laughs> yes, they you're, they ruined action figures. Now they found a way to ruin cereal. For those of you who don't know, Funko sells these $15 boxes of cereal at Hot Topic. And they come with like a little toy. And it's okay, it's fine. But... The cereal itself, which is the only reason I founded the Crunch Bunch, my love of great tasting cereals. the cereal is garbage. It's these flavorless, multi-grain O's that they clearly just bought like a landfill full of. And they dye these O's different colors based on the characters, and the colors don't even always make sense. Okay, Buddy the Elf. We have a Buddy the Elf cereal. What color do you think Buddy the Elf cereal should be?
0: Uh green.
1: Right. And why should it be green? Christmas. Exactly. It's red. Why? Buddy the Elf is dressed in green. He's dressed as a green elf. Green is a Christmas color. It's red. Why? I don't know. It's not like it's flavored like maple syrup. Like, if it was, you could be like, okay, maybe it should be a reddish-brown. It's not flavored like anything. Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: That's an offense.
1: (laughs) Yes. Sonic the Hedgehog cereal. What color should that be? Blue. Wrong! It should be gold! Because (laughs) those are little O's, and they should be colored like rings. So, yes, it is blue, but it should be gold. They're screwing up the colors all over the place. But Sonic is blue. But the... But the cereal is shaped like rings. They're O's. Gold rings. It should be gold. But Sonic
0: is blue. (laughs) Well, then what are you eating? Shredded Sonic carcass? Why should it be blue? What are you eating when you eat elf cereal? Shredded buddy clothes?
1: At least that would kind of make sense. It's a color red that is nowhere in elf's palette. Nowhere. Guess what color golden girl cereal is? Flesh. (laughs) Well, you would expect it to be gold because they're the Golden Girls. Oh, I was going on the
0: theme of eating people's skin. (laughs) It's the same
1: exact blue as the Sonic cereal, which makes zero sense. Why is the Golden Girls series? Why is the Golden Girls cereal blue? I don't know. That's how badly they fucked up Funko Pop cereal. And are there marshmallows? Absolutely not. There's no Marshmallow Rose, Blanche, Dorothy. Tails, Knuckles, uh, Buddies, Fame, Narwhal. There's no I- Marsh. Yes,
0: I bet they're not even different flavors. I would bet money that they all taste identical.
1: Oh, I looked. I, I looked into this, and you would win that bet. They oh, are hell all, yeah. They're all flavored something called multigrain.
0: That sounds not like it's not a flavor.
1: <laughs> exactly. What they mean is garbage.
0: So fucking. Oh my god.
1: You want to guess how many Funko Pop cereals there are? I'm going to guess 12. Higher.
0: 16. Higher.
1: 22. There are over 75 individual Funko cereals. You're
0: lying. I am
1: not lying. The most expensive of which, Castile from Supernatural Cereal, is going for $500 on eBay.
0: That's pathetic. Why?
1: I don't know, but the listing's got 13 watchers, which is ironic because they all belong on a watch list. (laughs) There are so many goddamn Funko cereals that there's only one thing we can do about it, Sriracha, and that's play another round of Funko or Faco, Cross
0: Sponge Edition. I'm so good at this game.
1: Hit the music. You remember the rules from last time. Uh, I'm going to read you a list of Funko Pop cereals, and you got to tell me if it's a Funko, or a Fako. You ready to I'm go? Ready. I'm gonna kick right. this
0: game's ass.
1: All right, I'll keep score. Number one, Bojack Horseman cereal. Fako. That's correct. Yes. Reddit cereal. Real O. Nope, Fako.
0: No, shit.
1: Sorry, but how about Cthulhu cereal? That's real. Okay, that is real. Yep, you got two mm- points.
0: Poop emoji
1: cereal.
0: Oh, that's a topic. Real.
1: Nope, that's a fake Sorry, Sriracha! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Invader Zim cereal. Real. Nope, fake Again! Fems. So we got two out of five, but Appa from Avatar The Last Airbender cereal.
0: It, uh, is Appa the monkey or the thing he rides on?
1: I had to look it up. It's some sort of ride, like dinosaur he rides on or something.
0: I'm going to say no, not
1: real. No, uh, you are. No, it's, it's real. It's a Funko. Wow. You are I'm,
0: getting killed. I'm getting killed by the Fakos. All
1: right, well, how about this? Zuko from Avatar, The Last Airbender Cereal. Real. Nope, that's a Fako. <laughs> You've only gotten two of them right. All right, well, look. You're re- you got to get it together, Sriracha. There's okay. not that many left, okay?
0: Let me get back in the zone.
1: Now, this should be an easy one. Morty from Rick and Morty Cereal.
0: I'm going to say Faco because I think that Rick would get the cereal. There, Sriracha, it's a Funko.
1: No! It's a Funko. (laughs) There's a real Rick and Morty cereal, but maybe you could get your points back on this one. Rick from Rick and Morty Cereal. Real. That's exactly right. Yes. Ellen Ripley from Alien. Aliens, Alien 3, and Alien Resurrection Cereal. No. You're absolutely right. There oh, yeah, is, back on track. however, a Xenomorph serial because it's cheaper to license a monster than it is to license an actor due to residuals. Nice. But, speaking of actors, Dr. Ian Malcolm, AKA Jeff Goldblum's character from Jurassic Park's one, two, and five, the serial. Funko or Faco? Faco. No, that's real! There's a real, they shelled out that Jeff Goldblum money and they got him four out of nine correct so
0: far. Pathetic.
1: Speaking of pathetic, Chandler from Friends, the cereal? Real. You're absolutely goddamn right. Could it be any more Funko? (laughs) Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the cereal. Faco. No, it's real. Damn. There's a real Cousin Eddie, but Lieutenant Reginald Barclay from Star Trek Voyager episode Inside Man, the cereal. Faco? Yeah, you got that yes. right. It's a Faco. Good job. Thank Keith you. Keith Ledger as the Joker, the cereal. Oh, that's,
0: that's in poor taste. Um, I'm going to go- Funko or Faco? Faco.
1: You're goddamn right.
0: Oh, thank God. <laughs>
1: Jared Leto as the Joker. That's the real. Serial. Yes, it's right. No, wow, <laughs> you're killing it. Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, the serial, with the Joker on the set of the Murray Franklin show toy. Faco? Faco is absolutely correct, but yes. I'm tired of pretending it's not. And finally, Chevy Metal. The heavy metal cover band fronted... By Foo Fighters drummer, Taylor Hawkins, the serial. Funko or Faco?
0: Uh If this one is real, I'm going to kill myself.
1: So you're guessing Faco? Yes. You're wrong! It's Funko, it. baby! <laughs> I That's... had to Google what the hell Chevy Metal was, who the hell Taylor Hawkins was. Why not just make a Foo Fighters Funko serial?
0: That's what I'm thinking. Why... Right. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And and also, we know they have the license to Kurt Cobain because there are, I think, four separate Kurt Cobain Funkos. Why not go Nirvana? Nope. Nope. Chevy Metal, a cover band, fronted by Taylor Hawkins, this cereal. Sriracha, you lost big time this uh, week. Big time.
0: It. What's my punishment? I have to eat Funko cereal?
1: Oh, God, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> That's a cruel and unusual punishment. Your punishment is... When you get back to New York City, you're going to have to suffer through a big, delicious bowl of Reese's Puffs.
0: That sounds okay. I, I, people like that one. People seem it, to like that one.
1: It's really good. It's really, really good. I bought a box of it. Like I, I got like a bunch of uh, groceries delivered, and I bought a box of it in anticipation that you, that you would have been back from jury duty a lot sooner, and it kept calling to me. And I woke up, like, in the middle of the night one night, and my brain was just, like, screaming, like, you got to eat those Reese's Puffs. And so I ate the whole box.
0: <laughs> no. So we're going to sure. have to get
1: another box of Reese's Puffs.
0: But... We're just talking about how you lose so much weight when I'm not there. I know. Well, not when there's Reese's Puffs in the house. So Throw them in bed. the garbage. Don't they, buy them. I don't want them. They taste good wet. They taste
1: good dry. Okay, well, listeners... Uh, You've got great taste because you are listening to The Loudest Podcast, and we will be right back right after this with more of the show. Welcome back, final segment. Uh, Before we get to listener voicemails, uh, and don't forget, listeners, you can leave us a voicemail by calling 848-863-5343 or just email your voicemail to theloudestpodcast at gmail.com. Last week, we did the Fat Guy Hall of Fame, and there's a couple of... uh, Fat got candidates that our listeners have that I think are pretty good. You wanna oh, hear yeah? some? Oh yeah. Yes I do. Alright, first off, I don't know how we missed these two. Uh longtime Patreon supporter Juanita Christ Blaster says number one, Elvis Presley.
0: I said Elvis Presley. Did you? Yeah, and you vetoed me. I don't think I did. Zwick, th- play the tape back. Zwick,
1: play it back. I
2: don't know. I couldn't find it.
1: Okay, as you clearly heard, you did not bring up Alvis Presley. Elvis Presley, we love the fat version of him so much. We had a vote to put the skinny version of him on our stamps, and we were like, absolutely not. We love that big fat bastard. Don't forget. Elvis Presley would eat peanut butter and banana sandwiches. He died on the toilet, I so said fat.
0: that he died on the toilet. I, I swear, I said he died on the toilet.
1: Mm, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. Uh, and then also, don't forget, remember that he was so fat, he didn't want to get up to turn off his TV, so he just did the <laughs> reasonable fat guy thing and shot him with a gun.
0: <laughs> and then he just died. He was and so fat, he, he just died. And then he died. <laughs>
1: I don't know how we forgot Elvis uh, Presley. Sorry, Juanita Christ Blaster. Uh, Sriracha, you should have remembered that. Um, another great big fat guy that Juanita brings up is Gabe Newell, the inventor of steam.
0: Oh, that's a good fat guy.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love it because... He's so fat that he didn't want to go to, like, electronics boutique or Target or GameStop to buy his games. So he found a way to get his games without even moving. He's so fat.
0: Is Elon Musk fat? Elon Musk is a little
1: thick, but he's not fat. He's, the like, Gabe Newell is the guy that invented the game Half-Life, which is ironic because that's all the life he's going to get. He's so fat. (laughs) Because he's so so fat. So Gabe Newell... Definitely on the list. Nicholas Sable on YouTube said, Jackie Gleason. I don't know how I fucking forgot. He's the first fat guy to have a hot wife on TV. Who is that? I don't know who that is. The guy from the
0: Honeymooners. I don't know what that is.
1: That's okay. It was like the first big sitcom, Black and White. He played like a bus driver. He's always like dancing around. He was like a big fat guy. But he was also a Broadway guy and a song and dance man on, like, the Catskill circuit. So he was the guy that taught us that, like, fat guys can (laughs) have agility for very brief moments, followed by them being exhausted, wanting to die.
0: (laughs) And needing to take a break and come back to set the next day. Listener, I have a good fat guy that I didn't think about. Sure. List, the listeners like this one. The listener, you the one that is listening. Your mom. <laughs> 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 I fucked your mom, <laughs> listener.
1: Wow, I can't. Well, I, again, listeners, I apologize for that glaring omission. Your mom <laughs> clearly is number one. Uh, Quilici's Vera on YouTube says Garfield and I don't know how we forgot Garf. We, we didn't talk forget. about Garfield a lot on the show.
0: We forgot Garfield and we forgot uh, Tallard.
1: <laughs> you want to get Tallard real quick and shove her in the? Oh, there
0: she is. Yeah, hang on, let me hey, go tallard. get
1: her. Get her for the camera. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, Tallard is t- t- for the for listeners who are new to the show. Tallard is srirachas. Six foot tall porg that she paid hundreds of dollars for that is literally twice the size of her.
0: He's okay. First of all, Taller is only three feet tall. Second of all, uh yeah, she she's very heavy. She's probably like 50 pounds. It is hard to communicate in a non-visual medium how big this porg is. Like I realize you're sitting there thinking, oh, three feet? That's not very tall, but you gotta you gotta just trust me, it's gigantic. She's also three feet in
1: diameter. She's oh, she's so so big.
0: She's round, uh, she's rotund. Yeah, okay.
1: We're putting her on the we're putting her on the list. Um, and then finally, Chris Clark, who's both a patron and a YouTube sub, says John Favreau. Not John Favreau, the inventor. It sounds like the father of the Marvel Universe. And he played the chef from Chef. Another big fat guy with a hot who like dated someone hot. I think he ends up dating um wait, hold on. Who does do you remember Chef? Who does Chef end up dating? A Chef
0: from South Park?
1: No, Chef from Chef, the the 2014 film.
0: No. I think he ends up with Sofia Vergara. Nice.
1: Again, we need this propaganda out there. Like, big fat guys from the beginning of time, from Jackie Gleason all the way to America's modern Jackie Gleason, the King of Queens. We got to put the word out that big fat guys and hot ladies go together like peanut butter and banana on, <laughs> on the, the the meal that said elvis to the toilet to the grave
0: <laughs> peanut butter banana and a fistful of like <laughs> it god
1: damn
0: are you ready to hear some voicemails absolutely i am
1: uh let's do living Christry first yeah sure hi Sirius. hi sorancha hi hey, um i finally caved chipped into the patreon Awesome. Just started listening to Chris 3. It's great. Um, I don't know if this is doxing myself, but apparently I um, apparently I went to the same high school <gasps> and
2: lived only like a couple miles away from where uh, Chris used to live in uh, Chesterfield County. So I don't know.
1: I feel pretty disgusted right now, to be honest.
2: <laughs> Thinking I went in the same classrooms and drove down the same roads to them. That's gross. Uh bye. Well, he
1: sounds like he He sounds like he made it out alright.
0: Fun fact uh Chris has labeled the Chandler household as Sonicu headquarters on Google Maps.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should you should feel lucky. That's you know,
0: it's like having
1: gone to that's that's like having gone to high school with uh, serial killer Ted Bundy or Famed uh famed farmer douche Martin Shakrelli. Like good, good good
0: job. Congratulations. You're in great no, company. It's like seeing the Hanging Gardens of Babylon before it's inevitably destroyed by debt collectors. Like <laughs> oh. Barb finally kicks it. Is Barb still alive?
1: De- I saw a video of her talking to the camera <laughs> the other day. Oh, so really? she is still with us. Reset the death counter. All right, this next voicemail is called More WAP Discourse. Hey, Stereo. Hey, Siracha. It's Riley
2: Brooks. I just... uh, Hey, Riley. I listened to the episode where you guys reviewed the uh, hit Cardi B song, WAP. And I felt Mm -hmm. the need to inform Mr. Stereo's. He said one of his least favorite parts of the song was the... the, There's some whores in this house background. The guy who was saying that... Now, you see... It's not nice. Little known fact... Mr. Asterios, that I feel I need to inform you of. Uh, that is actually a sample of a song that has already existed for years
1: by a man named Frank Ski called simply There's Some Whores in This House. <laughs> and that part of the song that you hate, that's this entire song. <laughs> this entire song is There's Some Whores in This House. It's the whole thing. There's like nice. some other vocalists who say it occasionally, but it's mostly just that guy <laughs> saying nothing. I just felt I had to inform you of that experience. Oh, thank I you. Right, I'm hitting um, stop. I'm hitting stop. I don't right, care, I don't care about the, the rest of There's some whores
0: you. in the house. There's some whores in the house. There's some whores in this 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 house.
1: It's not nice. It's. There. They're not whores. They're women of the night. Like that's, I like the terms for hookers that sound more like a superhero, like lady of the evening. Mm.
0: Sex worker. <laughs> well, it's work, God
1: damn it. It's work. It's hard. It's, they're running small businesses. They're oh, maintaining yeah. client bases. They're following up on leads. It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's not so sex play. Hard.
0: To roll around on your bathroom floor and take a few pictures of yourself.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Says the says the lady who turned out fifty dollars for her socks. You know it's hard. You deserved way more for those socks. It's <laughs> tough. Shooting down lowball offers from simps.
0: Did you know that J Reg has an OnlyFans account?
1: <laughs> That's great. I'm glad, glad to hear it. Okay, and then finally, <laughs> our last voicemail is called Anime Identification Club.
2: Hey serious, hey serious. This Hi. is Tony from Spokane. And um, I have a specific question for Sri Racha. I tried to ask my weed buddy, but he didn't know. But when I was a kid, there was this anime I could rent from the library. This
0: guy's so stoned. And
2: uh, <laughs> it was like a VHS tape. But it was this little kid. And, like, he had to find his mother. <laughs> and um, on the journey, you know, he met, like... The master, there's some working or some rice patties. This but sounds then, like every uh, anime, so for every story, single like,
0: one. Yeah, oh, well, rice patties. Thank he you. He was
2: like fighting some snow witches, or like, uh, you know, brujas, or Tokyo witches, or whatever. What? He got past brujas? It, and at the end of the movie, when the kid does find his mom, she's like a dragon. <laughs> and then they like connect, and she's like, oh, no, it's my son. And uh, you know she like transforms from dragon to like a lady, and then he's like, oh, I'm so glad to be reunited with my mother. But um, yeah, it was an English stub. Wait, I got what's in your the question? <laughs> <Valley Library. laughs> Is I've your question about this anime? To identify what that anime was. Okay, there but, we go. Um, I took a minute, minute and a half to get to your mantra, question. You and your beautiful awesome can uh,
0: mm, you bleep know,
2: that out. Find out what it was. But, <laughs> you know. Love you guys. Love a lot of this podcast.
0: Peace. Love you too, buddy. Um, I can understand why your weeb friend was confused because the anime, quote, anime you're describing is not actually an anime. It is a movie from DreamWorks Pictures called Shrek. <laughs> and what? You, got a, you did get a few details of the plot wrong, but that's okay. You saw it, what, you said 10 years ago? Shrek is serious. Have you seen it? It's the magical tale of an ogre that uh his swamp has been overrun with magical creatures so he needs to go on a journey to find um to find the princess Mm -hmm. and the princess is also an ogre Mm -hmm. and when she 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 can be turned back to a human permanently with true love's kiss and see the mom actually was not the dragon the dragon is the donkey's girlfriend that's why your weeb friend was confused
1: (laughs) Are you sure this isn't Princess Boninoki? It uh, sounds a lot more like Princess Boninoki than
0: Shrek. Oh, no, it's Boku no Pico. I forgot.
1: Oh, God damn it! <laughs> that's enough! Enough out of you and enough out of everything! I'm done with this week's episode! <laughs> Sriracha, could please continue to let us know about the Trials and Tribulations of the stock market. Listeners, if you have any additions to the Guy Hall of Fame, you let us know. You let us know what, uh you let us know anything at 848-863-5343. That's it for this week's episode of the Lattice Podcast. We'll
0: talk to you next week. Bye.